In this video, you will learn the five keys on how to stop relationship anxiety. Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And look, stay until the very end um, of this video so you get the surprise bonuses coming your way for you. Key number five is manage expectations. Yes, this is true because if you are anxious, it's oftentimes because there's uncommunicated expectations or just expectations that are not well managed, meaning they're not fulfillable, is that a word, <laughs> by the other person, right? And that then creates anxiety because you have this fear of disappointment. So what you want to do instead is actually understand, okay, what are the expectations? So let's say you were planning to spend you know, like the weekend with uh, with a guy that you're dating, right? And so like, okay, so what does that mean? When does he pick you up? How much time do you guys spend together, right? So really managing expectations and asking questions to understand a little bit more over the weekend. Because what oftentimes happens is that how you want to spend your weekend and how he's going to spend his weekend are totally two different things. Now, you don't know that though, because guess what? You are assuming, right? Which means you're generalizing your reality based on your own unconscious expectations. So you then project that onto your partner that, of course, he has the same experience than you. And when that doesn't happen, disappointment follows. And when the disappointment follows, now there's like an anxiety chain reaction that's being triggered for the fear of the next disappointment, right? It's like, okay, did I communicate this? Oh, he didn't call. He did call. What does that mean? Right? And so on and so forth. So asking him, hey, so spending the weekend with, with me, what does that mean to you? How does that look like? Right? Or communicating your own expectations. So actually saying, you know, hey, um, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to at least, um, once a day, let's say go to a restaurant instead of like sitting on the campfire. Let's say you guys go camping or something like that. Right. Or, you know, um, I'm really looking forward to some quality time and like resting time versus just like running all over the place and doing a million adventurous things, which you may want to do, but you may also not. So really understanding that. Also, if you take another example of, so let's say you're used to men calling you a certain way or texting you a certain way, and then he doesn't, right? Or you want men to text you a certain way. Let's say you want men to text you every day, but men that you date are usually texting you maybe every other day or so, right? So again, you get that anxiety, right? Like, oh, I haven't heard from him. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's over, right? And so versus actually saying, hey... What does communication mean to you? To me, it means, and then fill in the blank, right? Like, you know, what makes me feel important is to be connected to, you know, on a daily basis, even if it's just a smiley face, even if it's just a high, right? So really, really important to understand that distinction. Key number four is become self-focused versus other-focused. You see, what I've seen in my research at UC Berkeley when we studied attachment styles, what we've seen is really that a lot of anxious attachment styles are focusing on the other person, right? So guess what? You want to reverse it. Now, why is that? Because what happens is if you are focusing on the other person, right? Like, okay, so let's see like what he wants or like what how how he communicates with his emotions or how his day was or so on and so forth. 
and you're never actually connecting with yourself, that creates anxiety too because you actually don't have a core inside of yourself, meaning your identity or how you feel or what you think is really depending on the other person. So look, if that was my case, and it was, it was my case, it used to be my case, right? It would trigger a tremendous amount of anxiety. Here's what you want to do instead. Let's say you're on a date and you notice yourself already asking all those questions, finding out more about this man, right? What his hobbies are, what he likes to do, maybe even something about his family. But you're like, wait a minute, I'm really in his world and that's really like, I'm not in my world at all, right? So what you can do, a simple little trick, is really pulling that energy back to you, that attention back to you, right? You could even like visualize a little magnet um, in front of your heart or, or your solar plexus, right? And just kind of pulling him closer to you that he focuses on you, right? And so then it's really more about like becoming self-focused. How do I feel? Am I in my body? Am I having a good time? Am I enjoying the communication, right? So actually you start to ask yourself, like, what is about me, right? This is the good thing for you. What about me, right? Because oftentimes what happens in childhood, right, is actually you learn that everybody else's life, everybody else's emotions is more important because you had to be the caregiver or your parents got divorced early or your parent is a narcissist. So you learn there is no really, there's no me, right? So now we want to retrain you and be like, what about me, right? You know, that's like little kids that will literally jump in front of the camera and be like, what about me? And that's what we really want you to come back to yourself. And then, of course, what happens is, for one, your anxiety goes down because you don't necessarily need the approval of the other person because now you have actually, what, self-approval, right? You start to feel better because you actually feel how you feel and you feel confident in how you're feeling and you feel confident in how you're communicating and how you're expressing your needs. Key number three is develop your individual identity versus the couple identity. Now, what I see with so many women that come to me is that they are really having dysfunctional and oftentimes codependent relationships or had co-relation, uh, codependent relationships in the past. That, of course, also originates from codependent parenting as well. So what oftentimes happens is there is so much focus on that couple identity, right? The we, who are we together? How do I feel with you? What are we doing together? What are we saying together? Like, where are we going? So there's a lot of like we, and there's not a lot of me, right? Like, what about me? What about I? And so what oftentimes happens, especially when relationships become stale, when the other person develops anxiety, is because there is such a heavy, heavy emphasis and focus on the couple identity, right? And then, hold on a second, if I take the couple, couple identity away, there's nothing left, like nada, zero, right? Instead, you actually want to make sure that you're just as full in the individual identity, you see, there's parts inside of ourselves that are incredibly helpful and supportive in a couple identity. And there's parts that can only really fully be nourished in the individual identity, right? So hold on a second. What does that mean? So how you nourish your individual identity is actually spending some time by yourself doing what you want to do. Quick story. A couple of years ago, 
10 years to be exact, I was dating this guy and he invited me to go on this sail trip. And it was Sunday and obviously all the girls were after him and would have like licked all of their 10 fingers to be invited on the sail trip. But I said, here's something really important, right? I know I'm good with the couple identity, but I'm not so good with the individual identity. So I need to make sure that I'm just having just as good of a time by myself in order to never need him so I can always choose him And for two, that it's actually authentic, right? You can't really love someone else if you don't love yourself. So I did the unthinkable and I said for Sunday afternoon that I'm going to spend some on here quality time, right? And I had a blast. And that afternoon, I really spent on really working on filling myself up. What brings me joy? You know, I actually ended up meeting a girlfriend and we had a fantastic time. We were walking along the water and I was just really feeling what it means to be me. Now, needless to say, that increased, of course, tremendously his attraction towards me because no woman had ever told him (laughs) that she wants to spend like some quality time by herself, right? Uh, Mind you, he has this like really nice sailboat, right? And it's summer and so on and so forth. So, but what that did, right? It brought so much fresh new energy into the relationship and it also tremendously decreased my anxiety because somewhere inside of myself, I now knew and felt that I'm okay by myself as well, right? Uh, And this is not about like closing up your heart. It's not saying, yeah, yeah, I know I don't need men. That's what I've been saying the whole time. That's not what I'm saying because oftentimes that comes from lack of trust, from control, from protecting yourself. This really came from a place of self-love, from really thinking that I want to have this full-fleshed experience of relationship versus just this empty feeling of relationship that like I just get filled up in the relationship and otherwise I'm empty. I hope that helps. Key number two is take your power back. Now, hold on a second. Let's actually take a little bit more of a fierce approach, right? This other one was a little bit more psychological, but really seeing like where did you give your power away to a man that you feel anxious if he doesn't respond or you feel anxious if he doesn't share his emotions in a way that you would like him to share that with you. No more. Take your power back. Like really visualize as if you have like little hooks in the other person, in the man, right? And you're unhooking, you're taking the hooks out of the man, maybe out of the man's heart or maybe out of his throat or maybe out of his solar plexus. Whoever you've given your power away, you can also do that with your parents too, but take your power back and actually say, I'm taking my power back. Now, this is going to do a lot of things for you. For one, it will massively increase your sense of self-esteem and you will also start to respect yourself much more. You see, most women that come to me are very, very liked but not very respected for men, by men. And this is not because they're not accomplished, because they're actually highly accomplished. You see, it has nothing to do with your career focus and how accomplished you are in that world. It has everything to do, what about your emotional world, right? Do you actually take your power back? Do you actually stand in your truth? Do you actually let your voice be heard? I will give you an example. I had a client who did exactly that, where a man was not holding up to his promise that he said he's going um, he's gonna to contact her at a certain time, and he didn't, and he apologized later, but she actually said, hey, this was not okay, 
You know what I mean? So she was taking her power back and he got really, really attracted to that. And wouldn't you think so? They are now dating. And finally, tip number one is find out what really lies beneath the anxiety. Now, oftentimes, there's a fear of shame, there's a fear of the unknown, there's a fear of tension, there's a fear of disappointment. So really see, hold on a second, instead of feeding into not feeling the anxiety or coping with the anxiety, instead, you actually want to connect with the anxiety, right? I always say connection over coping. Because when you cope, you will stay on the surface. You will just perpetuate the pattern. But if you connect, you actually start to feel much more connected to yourself. Hence, you're going to attract men into your life who are much more connected to themselves and you, who you don't also feel more connected to as well, right? But number two, you actually get to the real core. So you stop the pattern, right? So if you really see, okay, so I really feel anxiety because I don't feel resourced enough, right? Okay, this is very different than dealing with anxiety, to be honest with you. So because if you are not resourced enough, we got to ask you, okay, where are you not resourced enough, right? Are you physically not resourced enough, meaning you're actually exhausted because you've spent like a super busy week at work, right? Or are you emotionally not resourced enough, right? Because maybe you just didn't get that from your childhood or you just have certain reactive patterns that we really want to make sure turn into authentic patterns. Or is it more the energetic that sometimes we understand the least about, right? We're just like, I don't know. I just feel like not really resourced. I, I don't feel like I have a lot of flexibility. I don't feel like I can take on a lot of different perspectives. I'm just really getting sort of stuck in this rigid pattern, right? So really understanding like what is underneath that anxiety? Because sometimes it can be something much more simple than you think. And instead of like actually coping with the anxiety to look like what need lies underneath it. Oftentimes, there's also a fear of shame. Now, if that is the case for you, boy, do I have a surprise for you. Of course, check out my videos on shame, of course, but also understand that shame is actually a gift because it really helps you to feel whatever is at the core of yourself. That means there is no defense mechanisms. And when there's no defense mechanisms, you can get to the core of it. That means also to the core of creation. Yes, you guessed it. Now you can create whatever you want. What do you want to create from this place? You are the most embodied in that moment. If you allow yourself to go there, you're actually the most connected in that moment. You're most raw, most vulnerable, most available. And wouldn't you think so? Guess what? It's actually highly magnetic. It is highly charismatic. So try it out. If you like this video, here is what's next. First, Make sure you subscribe to my channel, you comment below, and you share it with a friend. Number two, make sure you watch my free playlist course on how to actually heal the anxious attachment style inside of yourself. And finally, number three, take my free Magnetize Your Man personality quiz where you get your individual strategy on how to attract that right man for you. So click that link below or go to magnetizeyourman.com. Ladies, this is it for today. I had so much fun. I'll talk to you next time. Take care.